Why did you become an interpreter? It was happened at the time I have a plan to move out from Bandung City, West Java, Indonesia to Jakarta, the capital city of Indonesia. And at that moment, I had a friend who worked in Jakarta earlier and then he she asked me to um, join a company, a multinational company as a language assistant. The interesting thing is that language assistant is the combination between interpreter and translator. So I work in that company for some years, and then the longer I work there, the longer, the more I understand about these two professions. But at the end, I choose to only work for one profession, which is interpreter. How did you be involved in Interprofy? How is the history? Uh, well, Interprofy actually has the two things that I am very passionate about. First is the technology. Uh, I love the technology, it connects all of us, it connects the world, but most importantly, I was always a big fan of communication. I love learning new languages, exploring new cultures, meeting new people, and even in the pre-COVID world, communication has its limits when it comes to getting a correct message across in another language. An interpreter really has to understand a culture as well as the language. It's not uh, it's it will the translation will not work if you do not understand the the culture. It's not a word for word translation. So all languages are are a world of its own, and I was always interested about that. It got me curious even that I once took a course in a technical and scientific interpretation. That took a year. I'm not going to bore you about that. That was very hard. I could never do that. I did it just to understand the world, but I could never do that. I have no talent, no patience for it. I find my talent in sales. So this. This is the way that I actually can combine that communication with sales, and that's why I'm here. Wow. And what do you like about working with Interprofy? For me, Interprofy is like a friendly um, platform, and this platform was like reminding the interpreter that the, the interpreter will never be left behind. Like we can discuss anything with uh, the trainer. Uh, the moderator, and we can also like ask any support for them if we find difficulties. And uh, what about your daily life with this role as a sales manager? Oh, the typical day <laughs> is very complicated. <laughs> it all depends on the season, of course. You know that mm. as well as I do. There are peak season and slow seasons, and the season that we are now in is very crazy. So. Depending on the season very well, in slow seasons, I have a chance to expand my network, develop some accounts. But however, in the peak seasons like the one that we're on now, or I organize my day based on the priorities. First, of course, mm -hmm. I start checking with my emails, reply to urgent one first, flag the rest for the end of the day when I actually get the chance to reply to them follow up on the current events that are in progress, if everything is running smoothly, if somebody needs my help somewhere. Uh, majority of my days actually uh, in meetings. I have two types of meetings. One is with the clients that, uh, with the new clients, where I usually explain how the platform works, what you experienced in the trainings that you just explained. So I need to explain to new clients how the platform works, the solutions that we offer, and demo all the products that we have based on what their needs are, not just specifically for one event that they have in mind, but for any future events that might think that 
need interpretation. And I have existing clients as well that sometimes change their scope of work, have some different needs, uh, have some different types of meetings. So then for them, I have to find new solutions, how to fit within mm -hmm. their budgets and fit that those sometimes very special requests. Like for at the moment, I had a request for 12,000 people listening to two language channels, which is going to be mm -hmm. a, kind of interesting for us. Then of course, quotes take big part of my day because each event is its own story and I need to draw up a setup in my mind first to understand all side of sides of the event, not just the interpretation, but the setup where the meeting is. Is this going to be hybrid, on-site, virtual, whatever mm -hmm. it is to understand what the client exactly needs, what we need, what the interpreter needs. And of course, to fit that in a certain budget. And I often need to consult with my colleagues from the training department that you mentioned, if something is possible from our operations team, if something is possible, if we have something new that we need to try out. So it's very dynamic and very challenging. And that is probably why I like this job. Wow, that's great. Have you ever taken a sales manager role yourself? Uh, when I can say that as a freelancer, I try myself to perform various roles, even though I didn't really have a formal roles of sales manager or maybe um, technician and so on. But because I'm a freelance interpreter, I have to be brave to learn various roles. And one of the roles is the sales I can say it as a salesperson. I will not name it directly sales manager. And about all roles that you mentioned before, which one is the most excited one for you? It, which roles is actually the most excited for you? Well, in a role as a sales manager, well, first of all, I have an opportunity to work in a fast growing global company like Interprofy that started seven years ago, very small and expanded very fast with the great solutions, but with the COVID as well. Uh, we were very, very uh, fit to actually uh, navigate the market as, as it developed. Mm -hmm. uh, what I can say is I actually traveled the world in one day. I talked to people all over from USA side, Canada, Asia, all over the world. And actually, uh, while I'm starting my day, somebody's finishing their day. And it's fun to actually have to fit all those people in one time zone, even with the time zone changes. So, yeah, I traveled the world <laughs> in one day and I get to experience wow. the communication in its finest not just with the clients, but also, as I mentioned, I do like to follow what happens during the events. And I get amazed when I hear that interpretation. I like to check how it sounds, how it looks, and it makes it very smooth for, for people who are actually listening, which is the end product, which is what we are aiming for. So that is what I'm most excited about. I believe that we actually help people to mend the bridges between the languages. And I think that is something amazing that we can do. And if you can pick one thing for us to improve, what would that be? Actually, um, Interprofy platform is quite outstanding on my uh, on my point of view. And because I'm also like a newbie in using the Interprofy platform, it's a bit hard for me to mention what is the improvement that needs to be taken by Interprofy. But if I may flash back to the last meeting where I used uh, Interprofy platform, 
maybe I can just share about a difficulty that I found. It doesn't mean that Interprofy need to improve something because their result is not good, but it's also because of the condition. So the difficulty that I found in the last involvement is about the remote area uh, interview. So, so when I uh, found a bit difficult before, it's because about the signal issue on the training, we also encouraged by the trainer to provide a good signal and constant signal. So maybe uh, it's just an opinion from me. Maybe we can give a reminder to uh, some people that will be involved in the remote area interview itself so that um, the other people like the moderator, interpreter can get a good result of the interview itself. So what you're saying is we all need to do our best, actually. We all need to try a little bit. Yeah. What is the difficulty that you have or is there any misconception happen about the sales manager roles that you have? Oh, yes. A lot of misconceptions really? about salespeople. The difficulties is that sometimes we are seen as the enemy <laughs> from a few no. sides. No. But, uh, well, majority of people think that salespeople are just about numbers, which is very, very wrong because, for example, my job is to reconcile all the sides of the project. I need mm -hmm. to make sure to provide the best solution for the client, to explain to the client how the solution will work, and what you mentioned, to give them some pointers, like you need to provide headsets for the speakers, you need to provide quality internet, and all of that. I cannot force them to do any of that, but I need to uh, explain the, the solution for them, find the best solution for them, and fit mm -hmm. all of that in the budget that they can afford. On the other side, I need to make sure that clients understand that interpreters are just human. They need to see and hear everything clearly with enough prep materials uh, to ensure breaks in the agenda. If it's a full day event, you cannot have eight straight hours. Sometimes they ask me why, because we have two interpreters. Why can't they switch? Then I need to explain that the interpreter who is not actively mm -hmm. interpreting is not taking a break, but listening to its partner and things like that to give them uh, a full picture of the event, how it works. I need to give clear guidance to our operations team as well to provide this more exp smooth experience for the end user. So they need to understand what I need to understand what is possible and sometimes be creative in some in some areas. And as you mentioned, some rural areas where you have people logging on, Internet will be an issue. How do we work around that? We might have some speakers with some thick accents. We cannot solve that. But how do we make it easier for the interpreters? I need to think all of that before we actually confirm an event. And if something goes wrong, of course, I would be the one who is responsible in the eyes of the client why something went wrong if we promised this great event. And now Interprofy is world known name and we need to keep up to that standard. So it's my job to actually understand all the sides of the project. What can go wrong? What can we do? What is the best solution? Mm -hmm. uh, what exactly we need and to make sure that this is something explained to my colleagues from operations team what exactly the client is expecting so there is no misunderstanding there and of course just 
give the interpreters time to do their job, what they're best at. So we're not all about numbers. We actually have to look at the big picture from start to finish of the project. So I think that is a misconception, a misconception that exists around salespeople. And if you could tell me one thing that I probably don't know about your job, there are many, I assume, what would that be? The duty of interpreter itself might sometimes be misunderstanding also. Like what you said, you mentioned about misconception. Interpreter and translator also sometimes be misunderstood, misunderstood by some people, especially if uh, those people didn't really work in a linguistic business. Sometimes they just thought that translator is uh, translator is interpreter, interpreter is translator. While we know that actually those professions are different. If we know about the differences of those two professions, then we will know to whom should we reach to if we have a target on our business or activities. Do you think you have any other expectation for interpreters to know more about sales manager? Yelena, maybe there are some things that maybe haven't been understood by interpreters and you need you expect interpreters to know more? Well, that's a good question. I don't expect actually interpreters to know anything because interpreters already have a hard job enough. And I mentioned this to clients as well when I explain our platform why we have remote support, why do we have moderators, why do we have all of this, because we want interpreters to be focused on their job, which is already hard enough. I don't know how you can think in one language and speak in another, in another language. It's just, I don't understand how you can do that. So, but maybe a few things that uh, I would like you to know maybe about the clients. They're human as well. I know that they sometimes do not provide preparation materials, sometimes do not wear headsets, sometimes mumble, sometimes lose their <laughs> signal, but they are just human like we all are. They do they, their best to provide, to provide a desirable setup, but they cannot force the speakers to wear the headset, to stick to the script, to stick to their time slot if they don't want to do that. Uh, mistakes happen. And when they do, we need to work together. And usually with interpreters, I think we have a very good cooperation. Interpreters are always very willing to, to help if, if there's a mistake, if something happens, very understanding, very flexible. And this is what I like about interpreters. And I think this is how we should work. We are all, all on the same side. And as you said, we want to provide the best experience for the person who is listening to the interpretation. So we all need to do what's best. We all need to think of, of the best solutions, the best setups, the best ways how to provide this for for the end users. But perfection is not impossible. Perfection is impossible. Sorry, because there are so many moving parts in each event. Sometimes, and this is from from the experience that I had. It happens that the client we are chasing him for preparation materials, but they're having issues with the connection with the platform that they selected for the event. So for them, that is the priority at that moment to to make sure that that event can't happen at all. And then they'll think about interpretation, which is hard for the interpreters, I know, but sometimes things like that happen. And I just wanted to let all the interpreters who will watch this know that I am big, big fan of interpreters. 
I can imagine, I normally imagine you guys having like two brains, one for incoming language, one for outgoing language. And if that's not true, I, I honestly do not have another explanation. And with that in mind, I wanted to ask you, why did you pick this hardest profession in the world? This is like a flashback to what I also decided when I enter a graduate, uh, the, enter the college um, season of my life. At that moment, I really want to choose um, the major of international relation because I really want to meet a lot of foreign people. And from time to time, when I also found the information about this kind of job, namely in the interpreter and translator at the first time, well, uh, I see that that is really compatible with what I've thought when since I was still a little girl. And I just found that, mm, yeah, I think this profession is really, really uh, good and like matched to what, I, what I've ever thought since I was still a little girl until I grew up. Oh, I didn't meet the foreign people directly uh, at this moment because we need to do a virtual meeting a lot, but it doesn't matter because even though I didn't meet the foreign people um, a lot, but I still can have a communication because of the uh, because of some platforms and one of them is the Interprofile. So that's the reason why I chose to be focused for this um, job. That's a good reason, and and uh, you mentioned a few times the difference between translation and interpretation, and actually that's a very common mistake people make. The <laughs> difference between interpretation and and translation, it's it's so very different, and usually we have to explain that to the people that there is a big difference that it's not the same that one person cannot do interpretation on its own simultaneous interpretation that it's very hard and translation it's hard itself but you do have time to actually think about it to write the the translation to go back and correct the translation with with interpretation with live interpretation there is no time to take back your that's it <laughs> for a live event whatever you're interpreting that it that's it and it's it's very hard job and as i mentioned i really admire you guys i have no idea how you do that the sales person or sales sales manager are people that never stop to uh, learn and earn positive things for the company it's really amazing i also really amazed with this um, job and profession Thank you. As I said, we're all on the same side. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> I also feel so thankful to hear what you say, Yelena. It's like making me feel more passionate to uh, run this role better and better in the future. Thank you, Tiffany. It was wonderful meeting you.